1: Hi. So
0: I think I'm ready. Okay. Well, um, are you using your new headphones today? I am. Okay. So you're using new headphones and then I am not using my microphone today. So we had some audio issues with the last episode. So hopefully like your headphone thing, my microphone thing, one of those or both of those will work and we won't have so many audio issues. My microphone plugs in with the USB. So... I'm like, maybe my USB connection is not that great. And that's why I, I get some weird, because uh, it's always on my end, I feel like. So we'll see how this episode goes. Couldn't possibly be worse than how our last episode audio went. We'll just go from there.
1: Yeah. Oh, I've got my fingers crossed. Believe me.
0: Okay. And we have a lot to cover. Yeah, we do. we left off on chapter 20. hmm So we got to try to
1: Talk power
0: through. Okay. But, Then having said that, I will also apologize because last time we recorded, I said I only did notes for the first half of the book and I didn't do notes for the other half. So we stopped last time. That was like five or six days ago. Did I use my five or six days to finish my notes for this episode (laughs) like
1: a responsible adult would? Mm, Why be responsible so boring? Where's the fun in that?
0: I didn't. So... (laughs) I just have my highlights. And so I'm really going to just hope that that jogs my memory, the shitty memory that I have, which I honestly have no hopes for myself because even this morning, I went to Starbucks and got a coffee. Mm -hmm. Then I came up to the Dame dungeon to do some stuff on the computer and do that test episode and whatever. And then I... Was like, where did I put my coffee? I never even brought it upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> it like,
1: oh my God. God. Yeah. You have to have that surgically attached to your hand. You must always know where you're. I'm on my second iced coffee today.
0: Well, yeah. I already had coffee and then I got a Starbucks. So, you know. I'm just saying that my memory is just not that great. So I don't have very many hopes for me remembering too much of what happened in this book in terms of details. So apologies in advance. I never claimed
1: to be a professional. Yeah, that is that's our <laughs> disclaimer.
0: And I'm definitely not paid. So you get what you pay for and y'all aren't paying <laughs> shit for this. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> I think we should have t-shirts made up that say I'm not a professional. <laughs> Unless people, yeah. but people may think professional. What you know? So don't. Maybe we shouldn't. <laughs>
0: well, I, my quality at that is probably better than my quality <laughs> of podcasting. To be honest,
1: well, I know mine is. I'll tell I've you that many, much. I'm a many more star years there. Of <laughs> <laughs> Well, we um, we can't all be us. Can't all be willing to experiment, right? <laughs> and i'll be willing to cross multiple boundaries in any given time and after reading uh, this book i'm willing to cross more
0: yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah not everyone reads orc porn like we do
1: oh dear god who would have thought
0: uh well on that note should we get yes, into it <laughs> absolutely okay. <laughs> All right. So chapter 20, you wanna
1: Do we need to recap wanna, the name of the book or anything? I
0: mean, I don't think so, but we can. The book is uh The Lady and the Orc by Finley Fenn. And so this is part two. If you haven't listened to episode one, you should go back and listen to episode one. Oh yes, you should. Okay, let's do
1: it. Okay. Chapter 20 starts where we're going to pick up where we left off. And she's finally coming to the realization of what her father was like after after Grimar has told her multiple things about her father that she didn't know. Yeah,
0: Jewel is in a low point right now because she's learning more about her father who's passed away. Mm-hmm. And it's not how she remembers her dad being. It's not her experience with her dad.
1: Right. You know, and all, she just remembers that he he did love her, but yeah, in fact, he did sell her basically to her prick of a husband. Gramar tells her that she needs to stand up because he wants that the seer or again is his name to check her out again. She's like, I just want her him to look at you every day and see what is hidden, which. You know, what does that mean, the baby?
0: He's like an oracle. Mm-hmm. So he can, like, eventually figure out what the baby's name is and... Oh, right. They're, see how the baby's doing and things like that. Yeah, they're
1: born with a name. They come into the world with a name. And t- he tells her, your son knits together as he should... He is lusty and cunning and strong.
0: I thought that was a really weird way to describe a baby. Did you think that was weird? I don't know. The lusty part is what threw me.
1: Well, because it's a baby, but you know, aren't all orcs apparently lusty? I guess. I would think that would be a given. I don't know.
0: It is definitely not the weirdest thing to happen in this Yeah, I
1: was going to say, I just... (laughs) I uh, flew right over that line. Yeah. yeah. And then Gramar wants to know if he can see his face and know his name. And he tells him, no, not yet. But he does tell him that the jewel needs to have sun and she needs to rest and exercise. She needs kindness and pleasure. She has to eat, um, good food and drink good orc seed.
0: Okay. That's a, this is the things that kind of gross me out. Mm. This talks about how, not just this guy, but I think Grimmar talks about this as well, how she has to keep well fed on good orc seed and then he also talks about like bathing the baby in orc seed to like <laughs> help him grow. Yes. Like, <laughs> <they're->
1: <laughs> this is this seed is some magical stuff, I tell you. I mean, maybe it's
0: very high protein. So maybe it is good for her to eat it. I don't know. But they take the like farmer growing crops and yeah. sowing
1: oats. Things very literally, but I mean, the only saving grace is they did say at one point in the book when she did blow him before that he tasted delicious. So
0: well, he's got that whole. We talked about this last time. The pheromone, Mm -hmm. and as soon as she gets near him, he smells amazing and
1: tastes amazing. Tastes
0: amazing, and so she. It's not a hardship on her end at all to be drinking good orc Mm -hmm. seed at all. (laughs) Maybe they should bottle that stuff. Oh, gross. It's just kind of if that's the kind of thing that f- freaks you out and grosses yeah. you out. This you're not
1: going to like. You're not. This book. Yes, exactly. Anyway, after he tells her in grammar that she needs all of these things, she needs to be taken care of better. He promises that he's going to make sure that happens. And then Jewel wants to know, um can he tell when the baby's going to be born and if she's going to survive it? Because a lot of women die, human women die giving birth to or babies. Son. Mm-hmm. he tells her the baby's gonna come in the spring and he says to her which is very cryptic he says and should you not survive it it shall not be your son who kills you i highlighted that too It was very like dun dun yeah dun. and grammar at says you need to explain that who do you speak of
0: yeah then he just says it's
1: not yet clear mm-hmm.
0: it's not you though yeah so
1: so stand down like- and he says <laughs> mar's getting all upset and then he apologizes to her because he's constantly apologizing to her because they have these terrible fights that because yeah, <laughs> they're always fighting with each other <laughs> Yeah, i ought not to have faced you so harshly with these truths you thought your father was a good man and then she's thinking in her mind and she's like well her her father had used her for his own ends and then he he killed a lot of orcs
0: i think it's one of those things where her father was a good man to her Mm -hmm. and sure he married her off to this one guy who was not a great guy Mm -hmm. this is just how things are done like her dad is not a progressive at all doesn't mean he's like a horrible person to his daughter he's just also not a great person He's just okay in the dad book.
1: Yeah, and um, now that she's getting to know more of these orcs and understand them, you know, she's more touched and aware of what her dad did. She says, "Um, my father did what the world
0: around him expected, I suppose. Mm -hmm. I did so too. I didn't think to question
1: it. And I love this because Grimar says to her, I cannot fathom this woman. You question me at every turn.
0: (laughs) (laughs) just so it's so it true is, he's yeah. like are, are you sure we're talking about the same person mm-hmm. here because my experience with you is completely different and it's really true because i also feel like this i mentioned this in the last episode how she can actually question Grimar mm-hmm. and have these conversations with him which does also lead to the fighting but she wasn't allowed to do that in her like past life she couldn't question her dad she just did what was, you know, expected of her. She couldn't question her husband because of the literal backlash that he would have towards her. So now that she can start questioning, she's like Pandora's right. box of questions yeah. and standing up for herself and what have you. Yeah,
1: but you know, he does also tell her that he welcomes her questions and he needs to learn how to listen to things he doesn't want to listen to and how to control his anger at those that bring it up. It's good for both of them because she's learning how to Question without fear and he is learning how to listen to somebody else's side of the story they have really
0: good conversations and character growth i feel like in every time they have these conversations he apologizes a little bit more about the circumstances that brought them here he says uh, in a just realm i would have come to you with kindness i would have wooed you and honored you and proven my strength I would never have taken you thus. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, and I
1: think it says a lot.
0: Yeah, I really like that he's, like, the captain, this, like, big, strong, powerful orc, quote-unquote, monster. Mm -hmm. But he can also be fair, and he can apologize when he needs to apologize,
1: or he really hooks you in. You really like him the more you read about him. Everything he's doing is because he's fighting for the day When the orcs may be free to walk in the world and speak to women without fear of being killed.
0: And then she's asking about going outside. And he says, yes, he will try to find a place at the top of the mountain to take her that's away from the men. Which is
1: nice because it'll be the first time that she's going to go outside. Mm -hmm. So the chapter ends with her
0: being Mm -hmm. happy. Which is good because the chapter before she was really sad and like crying her eyes out. You know, go off all their natural resources because the humans
1: are ruining those. Yeah. And of course, after they spend time up in the mountain, they're back in his bed and she's, you know, on top of him, they're doing it again. And when they wake up, when she wakes up in the morning, he's gone, but she wasn't chained and there was a larger tunic for her to wear. So he left clothes for her. Mm-hmm. So he is starting to show her more and more that she is cared for and she walks out into the hallway and you know balder was there again and he says hello women woman how fare they this morning i love when he talks to her and your little one he says you know mm-hmm. and she instinctually puts her hands on her stomach um and she says i'm fine and she asks for a grimoire. and he looks at the other guard and he smiles at her again and she He's all, I will take you to him. (laughs) Oh, oh my God. Buckle up, people. (laughs) Holy
0: (laughs) crap. Baldur says uh, the captain meets with Silfast and Olar Mm -hmm. and with three Batul captains from the south. He seeks their support from the coming conflict. So he's having like this. War room mm-hmm. meeting, and even though uh, Grimar is the leader of the five clans, he doesn't necessarily have the full support
1: of all the clans. Yeah, and she's kind of surprised. So this is like a really important. Yeah, meeting. she's surprised he doesn't have all of the support, and he tells her, you know, no, that there's still powers in the clan that do not wish to be bound to his rules. So it's a super important meeting.
0: <laughs> so. So ha- so knowing all yes. of that, setting the stage thusly,
1: yes, <laughs> <laughs> she- <laughs> Oh my god. Okay.
0: She- oh my god. So she goes in there, she says, um, if this is such an important meeting, why do you so willingly take mm-hmm. me there? We both know that Grimmar barely tolerated me at that meeting yesterday. And that was with his own orcs because she has a history yeah, of,
1: as we know, speaking uh, out,
0: putting her foot yeah. in her mouth.
1: If I will make such yeah. a
0: <laughs> innuendo. <Yeah>. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> so, so she's like, is this really a good idea? Because um, I don't have the best decorum. Sometimes. Yeah. And Balder
1: tells her you're a sign of his strength. And if you could, Please refrain from your arguing with him and show yourself as a woman. Maybe take your hair down, he says. (laughs) The captain would really appreciate it. Just, you know, sit there and be a good woman. He says, Uh you don't even need to speak. (laughs) You don't need to speak. Uh, and he, I follow your meaning.
0: A lot of the orcs want their own women. So it is a good plan yes. to be like, this is what you can get when you ally mm-hmm. with me. Like, here's my own woman, and I will help you get your own uh-huh. woman. She takes it really to the extreme, though, from my point of view. But for the orc point of view,
1: maybe she's playing oh, it I just right. Oh, I think that's exactly what happened.
0: Yeah, she just goes, to, you need not speak further, Balder. I follow yeah. your meaning. <laughs> it's like but will you please woman last I knew it was not proceeding well it's talking about the meeting and so she goes in there um oh so as soon as she walks in there Grimmar's like why are you here I did not ask for you yeah so, she's like fuck Balder put yeah, me up to this right <laughs> she thought it was Grimmar's idea the whole right. time but no uh, Balder is just kind of you know, playing, a little meddling. Yeah, and now now um, she
1: feels like she's trapped in this room with a bunch of unfamiliar, angry orcs.
0: Well, yeah, because there was a shit ton
1: of them in yeah, there. Yeah, and they're all huge and glaring at her and hideous. But she looks at Grimar she- and she feels safe, right? Yeah. And she just says, I uh, wish to see you. And the whole... She had to yeah, think real yeah, fast she's on her feet Yeah, yes, very smart. <laughs> and uh, the whole room gets quiet when he, she says that. And then that's when she looks at Gramar, and he realizes the power of having her there with him and what a show this is going to be for these other orcs in the room. I so love what he says to her. He says, you may stay for a spell woman, but you will be silent and obey. <laughs> and she just nods <laughs> mutely and sits down next to him. And he's kind of looking at her a little nervous because he knows what she's like. And she ends up sitting so close to him that he has to lift
0: his arm and put his arm Mm -hmm. around her. That was cute. She's kind of, at this point, is like showing them, like she's like a little puppy that's like, I need attention and I'm here to snuggle with you. I'm here to snuggle with like my big scary orc. But Yeah, and she
1: thinks to herself, why shouldn't she play this part? Why shouldn't she? You know, and when she does, every buddy in the room is looking at her
0: yeah so she starts she's like oh his shirt's long enough i can like put my hand up
1: the back of his shirt and like touch his back
0: yeah they
1: they weren't watching him anymore they were all watching her
0: yeah they're watching her and she starts doing his hair yeah she
1: starts smelling him she starts playing with his hair (laughs) yeah so she starts like um
0: detangling his hair with her fingers then she braids it and then she takes like a ribbon out of her pocket or something and ties it at the end of his hair and the whole time he's ignoring her and having this yeah yeah he just keeps
1: speaking
0: it's like a game at this point for him to like just let her do what she's doing and him to try to still have this important meeting talking
1: in their language which is called black tongue she doesn't understand it but she doesn't care And then her hands start wandering up his thigh until she discovers (laughs) a gigantic (laughs) bulge in his trousers. And all of a sudden she was transfixed because the pheromones again, right? Yeah, so she's
0: touching him under the table. I think they're they're at a table, yeah. So she's touching him under the table. He's still like unfazed, unflinching. And, um, says his face again didn't flinch didn't betray even the slightest acknowledgement though again that hardness under her fingers pressed itself up strong into her palm willing Jewel to touch it and curse her but she wanted to touch it
1: yeah and when <laughs> she looks around the table all of them were staring at her they couldn't actually see what she was doing uh, because of the table but they all still knew, right? Well, yeah, because
0: I'm sure she's giving off smells now and he's giving off ugh, orc seed smells or
1: something. So. Yeah, and he <laughs> I think at one point she starts to take her hand away and he takes his hand and slides it back down onto his dick and closes her fingers around him. And then she thinks to herself, what would he, what would he do if she were to maybe untie his pants and slip her hand inside? Yeah, so then she starts touching mm-hmm. him. With her hand more,
0: and she's like, you know, they they just ooze as soon as they get riled up. They start oozing this orc seed, so she starts like playing with it, and it's hot and sticky in her hand, and she's like staring at what she's doing. And he finally looked at, he finally looks at her at this point, and so is everybody else. He says, "Woman, your deeds mislead us from our work," and she says, uh, "Do you want me to leave?" then she says uh, perhaps if i were to hide from your guest's view perhaps under the table and be very quiet you would allow me oh, to stay God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this book holy, holy shit. shit is right <laughs> and he's just astonished he is astonished, and he's looking at her, and he's shocked, but he recovers really quickly. So he, like, checks with the
0: other people in the room before he tells her, okay? He doesn't okay, even tell her, he just
1: wa- gives her a dismissive wave, really casually, yeah. like, oh, you must.
0: Yeah, some of the other people are nodding, some of them are mm-hmm. smiling, and he's just like, okay, dismissive wave toward the yeah, table. And she
1: slides off the bench onto her knees underneath the table. She's under there and she's starting to, you
0: know, do this thing. She like lets out a it says an a yeah. groan. She lets out an audible mm-hmm. groan. And he, he says, silence woman, else I may ask you to suck each of my guests <laughs> in turn. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
1: oh my god, I see your reaction was quite like mine. And she's like, oh my god, he truly just said that. And his eyes were looking at her, and he had a smug look on his face. And the threat worked, because it made her hotter, made her suck him harder. And he just smiled at her.
0: she didn't hate that Yeah, and and then he he
1: puts his (laughs) hand on the back of her head, and she thinks the asshole is starting to talk again. And she's just desperate to suck him off under the table.
0: Yeah, so she's kind of, she's definitely getting mm-hmm, off mm-hmm. on this. And then he In orgasms. Course. And says says um, that he was flooding her mouth with it, spilling and dripping out her lips, marking her and filling her even as he still outwardly took absolutely no notice of her. The complete and utter yeah. bastard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it sounds like she has her own she has her own Orgasm by all of this is such a turn on.
0: Um, yeah, she says uh, the sheer shocking truth of it finally set Jules' own body convulsing and shuddering, wringing out its pleasure between her legs in furious, long denied relief. And I love this
1: because she thinks, so you, What in the ever loving fuck? This she does every, this every time. time I
0: see those orc pheromones are so freaking strong that she gets sucked in, and yeah. no pun intended. And then as soon as, like, I guess as soon as the orgasm happens, then she can finally start thinking. Well, I know that's how I work. (laughs) 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 And then I'm like, "What the fuck did I do?
1: Why did I do that?" (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So she's definitely yeah. And then he's just still speaking, and he he just uh, takes his hand and starts petting her gently, almost affectionately. Like she was, quote, a good hunting dog who just made a kill. Well,
0: then he says, You have honored me, my fair one. I Aww. know. He says, You have earned me my brother's mm-hmm. swords. He's very appreciative of her uh, performance because it worked and now all those other orcs want their own who to suck them off at a meeting
1: (laughs) they'd be stupid not to
0: he calls it a gift beyond compare
1: and then she's all balder suggested it he thought that you needed the help he
0: goes yeah Yeah, he says i
1: didn't understand that half of them just wanted to see you to find proof that i got you
0: yeah, then she's like, well, what if someday uh, you find another yeah. woman or multiple women like Aston, her yeah, cheating um, loser yeah. of a husband? He goes, I would not do this. You are yeah. mine. It's, that's not how it yeah. works.
1: Yeah, and he said that he his own father did that, and it brought a lot of pain to the women and the sons that they made. And it also ruined the brotherhood within the Orc community.
0: Well, when women, human women, are so scarce, yeah. you can't... <laughs> have your own little harem because it's definitely going to make the other orcs jealous. You got to share the wealth. This is, yeah. And I like that he talks about the like politics aspect of it in a kind of in addition to the like mate bond, there's not so much emphasis on like a mate Mm -hmm. bond here. He's really just like, I could, but I wouldn't because I've seen this done before and it's really bad for society and to not recommend, zero
1: out of yes. ten would and not he, but it. he does <laughs> say to her it breaks the bond of a mate and it mocks the decree of the gods
0: oh yeah he and does. then he explains
1: to her when an orc and a woman mate it binds them my scent shall never fully fade upon you nor yours for me i shall long for you in the night and you for me for as long as we walk together it is hard to break this it is cruel yeah Yeah. there's passages in this book that are just really and she says you're telling me that if and when i decide to leave after our 40 days your orc magic will still you know be happening and he says it's not magic it's just uh if you wish to please the gods you'll stay and then she's like you know questioning him about the gods it's all about pleasing the gods it has nothing to do with pleasing you. And he said, no, that's not true. Okay. But then
0: <laughs> then he says, um, if you wish to please the gods <laughs> even further, mayhap you shall yeah. henceforth come yeah. to all my <laughs> meetings. Yeah, that <laughs> went okay, pretty okay. well. Maybe, maybe we should here. incorporate
1: that strategy again. Yeah. She says, no way in hell. Yeah.
0: You know, good. He really tried, though. A for effort there on his part.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can't blame a guy for trying. And he tells her, "I really want you to stay and and be with me." And she thinks to herself, "Well, there's 38 days left, and she'll just have to see."
0: Mm-hmm. She's constantly going over the countdown yeah, of the 40 days yeah. in her head. So then, five days mm-hmm. pass, and oh. some men arrive with her cousin lord otto and um some fighters Yeah, and
1: the orcs ask uh Grimard, are we going to kill them and he says nobody no men are going to get killed on this mountain until i order it they're busy doing raids aren't they they're yeah they're doing raids in these random villages to
0: try to make their uh their numbers they're like number of orcs seem Mm -hmm. bigger so it's kind of like a a mind game at this point which i like because he's pretty smart and strategic about how he's doing things he's not trying to win things just by brute force and he's not instantly going out there and killing the people that are right here in front of him
1: he's very smart and jewel is too because she's asking him why are you ever going to fight these men why are you waiting not that i condone it but you know why are you waiting until more and more of them arrive are you waiting until there's like thousands of them and he just says i wish to wait and watch and see what the men do and i'll just be ready and she didn't feel comfortable with that answer it's not what she expects that's for sure yeah and then the next thing that happens i think that's important is she follows him to the training room he begins to insist that she starts training as well every day and she goes what that's that's ridiculous surely the oracle when he said exercise he meant stretching or strolling he didn't mean fighting Um, and he says to her, you must not become a weak woman while you carry my son. I want you to stay strong. I will be gentle because he wants to spar with her. Um, and he, they do. He, she, she starts training. He starts pointing out her errors and missed opportunities. Um, he keeps telling her in a good way to try again and again. And by the time she's done, she's dripping with sweat, but. She's finding herself enjoying this. And he's doing it in a really positive way. He's not, like, criticizing her. or He's telling her, well, you should do this or that. And it became something that she liked doing with him. And her, she was getting better and better at her skills.
0: He's, not just in this scenario, but in a lot of the interactions they have, he's really good at praising mm-hmm. her and encouraging mm-hmm. her. And then she you know she says that she wants to make herself more mm-hmm. useful she's like maybe i could do some work around here that needs to be done if you would
1: allow it yeah so they're starting to get better and he said i thought you didn't want to work after the time in the kitchen with the candles <laughs> she's all that's different like that <laughs> it, it
0: is different. different it's like when i'm chained up with yeah, like a prisoner I thought it
1: was funny <laughs> he's like what are you talking about i thought you didn't want to work
0: Yeah and he's like well like you never made those Mm -hmm. candles and she's like well fine fuck if it matters that much to you I'll make your
1: damn candles. Yeah and he just kind of laughs at her and he's all thank you woman. I love them. Mm -hmm. Yeah they're super cute
0: and so she does she does make the candles right? Mm -hmm. Is that the next big thing that happens?
1: And he he, he's smoking Um, this is so cute. He speaks to her belly in black tongue, you know, and she said not unlike a purr or a caress. And she's he looks at her, she has this weird look on her face, and he's like, what? And he, he's like, I can't speak to her son. And she says, you never speak to me that way. And then he says, would that please you? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, he starts talking to her that way. And she's all, you cheating orc. And, of course, it led to him... <laughs> taking her right there outside in the on a rock in the open air
0: Uh uh-huh yeah he goes you baffle me first you suck me before my brothers and now you welcome my prick in the sun i thought you wished to hide these things she's like i don't i don't wish to hide i just want a proper choice she goes ah so my prick is like (laughs) the kitchen
1: (laughs) and she's like yes your prick is just like the kitchen
0: Oh my gosh, they're so funny sometimes. Yeah,
1: exactly. And he he tells her if you so, don't want it, if you really don't want to make candles, you don't have to.
0: Yeah, but she, yeah. she wants to. Like she wants mm-hmm. to keep busy, and now she actually has a choice of things she can do. So she goes off to do the
1: candles with uh yes, her new BFM or B B-M. Yeah, I don't know how you say it. BMF <laughs>
0: So he's like, well, we don't have string. And she's like, yeah. well, what the fuck? You don't have string. How am I supposed to make these stupid candles? So she ends up having to go kind of all over the orc mountain, visiting the other clans, talking to the other people, and getting all the other things that she needs to make
1: the candles. Mm-hmm. And I think that she runs into Grimar at one point, And he's mm-hmm. like, what are you doing? Why, do you, why are you wandering? She's like, I'm trying to make your candles. Jeez.
0: (laughs) Then then she starts cursing some of the orcs that are being like uh, stubborn. And he's like, why are you so intent on doing this when you've promised it such a long time ago?
1: Yeah.
0: And she's like, just once you put your mind to it, she's like, cannot be deterred. And she's like, well, okay, what other stuff needs to be Mm -hmm. done around here? She's like, um, I'm going to go take a nap, but think of other shit I could do around here to keep myself busy. Yeah, but
1: uh, Before she goes to take the nap, uh, Balder tells her that Grimard just ordered that all the fires in the kitchen and the forges be doused because the human man that are climbing on the mountain trying to figure out a way in, they're going to see the smoke coming up through the holes in the ground. They're going to try to dig themselves into the to their tunnels that way um so he he thinks of everything so they end up putting the fire out so that the the army men cannot get in there
0: yes he's very intellectual in how
1: he does Mm -hmm. things
0: which is so different than what she expects of
1: orcs right
0: which i think was really smart on the writer's part he's not a big dumb oaf. He's very strategic in everything Yeah, so I think she's
1: gaining more and more respect for him. Um, So over the next couple of days, she's doing unrelated tasks, but she's doing a bunch of tasks. And she's showing a tailor the best way to alter a shirt. Um, She gets some chalk from the storage room so she can draw a landscape in a quote-unquote human style. Um, She's helping the kaesh sons uh interpret a variety of human texts and maps explaining things so she's now a participant and showing a variety of different things to the orcs
0: yeah she has some conversations with the scholarly Mm -hmm. orc john um he's kind of asking like well why why is this land owned by this person and not this other person? He's like the bookworm of the orcs. So she's kind of explaining how property rights work for humans and how it does not make yeah. sense, <laughs> but it's just, you know, this is how things are done.
1: Yeah. And he, so she's like, it always goes to the male. And he said, well, what if there is no male relatives? And he, she said, then it goes to the wife's closest male relative and they're smarter and more enlightened than humans because and in that case it would be her cousin the lord otto and he says well it doesn't seem Hmm. logical and she just says it's another way for men to protect themselves and their position at everybody else's expense and he's like why do women put up with it why do you cling to your men and she's like it's all we know
0: yeah, she says it's difficult to accept one's life as a prison when one has spent an entire existence in its walls. Yeah, and it's so it's so fitting because that's how she's finally coming to realize that her life was a prison. But when mm-hmm. you're in it, you can't see the forest for the trees, that's it. right? So yeah. she's. Yeah, that's exactly what it is happening here in this. Yeah, book.
1: and he says, uh, "You seem to have accepted this. Why?" And she's all, "I've seen, I've seen more than a lot of other women have." And she says, "My husband was not my choice, and he's not a good man." And John says to her, "Will he let you be taken?" Yeah, and he's still not yeah. here for you. Yeah, the there's <laughs> no sign of him or of Otto. So you know, again, her male relatives, right?
0: Yeah, and just so John wants to know, well, if he finally shows up, is this going to change your view of him or of us? And she says, no, it wouldn't change a thing. Yeah,
1: which is sweet. Aww. I know. Yeah, her loyalty's really And then she them. realizes that this life in the mountain with the orcs, even though she's a prisoner in Orc Mountain, feels better and more freeing than the prison that she had with Austin. And she thought maybe it'd be better if Austin never comes for her.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so another week passes. He's still not Mm -hmm. there. Um, They're still doing some strategy and some training. And just kind of waiting to see what's going to happen. She's getting a little frustrated. Like, are you ever going to meet them? And he's like, no. He's like, I watch Mm -hmm. and wait. We shall see what comes. And she's definitely not as patient as him. And so everyone's just kind of high tension at this point.
1: And people, it fights on breaking out because everybody's Mm -hmm. so stressed out. And then Grimar, doesn't Grimar get in a fight with somebody? And he, one of the captains, and he, they get in a fight and he breaks his arm. And she's like, did you really have to break his his arm to Grimar? And he goes, yes, I did. I needed a wound that, even in breaking this guy's arm, he's smart. I needed a wound that would heal, but slowly so that the others will see it. And she's like, he's so damn calculating.
0: Yeah, she says, for all your high talk of civilization, orc, you are as brutal as the whole of Batul and Sky combined. He says, I must needs be so. I do this so our son will not need yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, pump the brakes here. You want our son to be the orc captain? He's like, yeah. He shall be captain, and his word. Oh no. He shall be captain, and his world shall be better than yeah. mine.
1: Yeah, Aww. and she's all, "Do you really think having starting a war with Austin is going to accomplish that for you?" And what what does he do? And he picks her up and puts her on her hands and knees on their bed.
0: <laughs> he goes, "I know that heaping shame upon Lord Nor will do this. I know." That no, he's doing this all while he's fucking her. That no man and no orc wishes to follow a shamed lord, and a shamed lord is one whose woman craves his enemy's prick. Yeah, it's like, oh, really? He's got (laughs) to say that to her as he's fucking her. Jeez. Oh God. She goes craving is putting it a touch too strong. Orc mild interest, perhaps more like funny. He just calls her yeah, stubborn, and-, and she calls him. Yeah, arrogant. it's
1: I. I love them together. He's all you know. You crave it. <laughs> he's all it's just all orc yeah, magic, they- the bond or whatever. It's not yeah. you, and he's all you lie, uh-huh. woman. You lie so much from your mouth. Yeah. is lies. <laughs> <laughs> he's all you're so human. That's so typically a human thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And then, then she starts yeah. begging him. She goes, Please, Grimar, and then you shall. Uh... Oh, no, he says this. She's starting to say, Please. And then he says, Please, Grimar, and then you shall have your seat. And then she goes, Please, Orc, please, Grimar, mm. fill me. And he, he does. does. Uh. <laughs> it's so. Every time they do, though. So. It says, without warning, he pulled out and stepped back, releasing the pent-up flood of his seed inside her, and Jewel groaned helplessly as she felt it spurt out of her in sticky rivulets, running down her still-spread legs while he watched. Yeah. Oh my god. He's still calling her
1: stubborn, and she's calling him stubborn. Yeah, but he he turns her over this time, and he pulls her pants back up, and then he always asks her, are you okay?
0: I know. Then he puts his hand on her belly.
1: It's, it's very cute. cute and she just says yeah mm-hmm. and, and she thinks to herself perhaps the fourth or fifth time they've done it like this rough and raw afterwards he, and she realizes yeah. he always stops an ass if you're well is there pain did i hurt you or our son
0: they get a little rough like this when cause this was right after he broke that one mm-hmm. guy's arm so he's still amped up on his testosterone or whatever the fuck equivalent an orc yeah. has. And
1: so this helps him calm down, even though it's a little rough for her. Yeah, but you know, she thinks to herself, she curses her own body because she does crave it. And whenever he offers it, she wants it. And so they're talking
0: and she says, um, if I leave here, would you take another mate once our 40 days is up? And he's like, well, is that what you're gonna do? they have 10 days left of this 40 day period. She's like, well, I don't know. It depends. It depends on like what you do with these women. She goes, I want to know how far you'll go with this war. I want to see if you, um, she kind of stops herself if you'll order a massacre or not. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I don't know what you're planning out there. Are you just trying to humiliate me? Are you, Trying to get extra fire. Yeah, you're trying to Austin. Yeah, she's like, You always have a plan, and this plan is probably awful. And I want to know what the hell it is before I commit to making a life with you. And as part of that, I'd also like to know how replaceable I am oh, to it's you. Oh, so sad. But she knows she's not his first mate. She's like, I'm your third mate, yeah. aren't I? And we both know I'm a pawn mm-hmm. for you. I know you're just trying to shame him, and like, she
1: knows he's keeping some she's, huge secret from her. She knows they're not; he's not being totally honest with her, and she, she yeah. feels like she's almost desperate for him to say something like he did care.
0: Yeah, and so she's like waiting; she's giving him the opportunity to really woo her or what have you. And he just starts kind of saying something, but then he looks away. And she's like, okay, you know what? Never mind. Like, yeah. It's I'm sure like what I'm thinking is true. And you'll kill all these men and the war will never ever end.
1: And she just kind of (sighs) takes off. But he does tell her before she leaves, I this is not what I wish for. And she's like, Well then what do you want? And he's all, what I want and what I'm planning for is peace with men. And she's all, No, it's not possible. You're gathering up your army. And he tells her, you know, yeah, I'm preparing to fight. um, But each night, since the men have come to the mountain, we have left them a letter. And she didn't know that. And in the letter, I'm asking to meet to set terms. And three times since this has begun, I have sent the same letter to Wolfen.
0: Um, It's yeah, Wolfen. He says it's the place that they claim as their citadel, citadel with the lords and the magistrates so it's like maybe the capital
1: for yeah and then once to each of the town and the caravans that we've raided before the raid began and she's shocked and she can't believe it and she's like what and she's like didn't she's thinking i thought you hated all these men and she's all what are you asking for who are you asking to meet with why in god's name didn't you tell me you know, and he hesitates and he says, I'm asking to meet with these human lords in a safe place and when we meet, I will ask to own these lands around the mountain. I will ask for rights to trade, rights to wed women if they wish for this. I want to end all the raiding and the killing on both sides. I'm asking for safety for the orc sons. And she's just it, full of disbelief. She just can't comprehend what he's saying. You know, all this time he's been talking about the orc strength and flaunting it very public but while he's also asking for peace he's trying to make sure he's not ignored and she thinks to herself this is brilliant and she's all you sneaky conniving bastard (laughs) you were planning this all along weren't you
0: like she thinks he's brilliant but she's also getting upset by what Mm -hmm. he's saying because then she's realizing that she is just a pawn because he has so many big plans in yeah. place that she's like, I'm just a means to an end. Yeah, for he you. looks at her
1: stomach and, he, and she's it's heartbreaking for her as she realizes uh oh, means to an end, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's really sad. And he goes, I wish for you to stay. You have brought me great joy. But he wasn't denying what she was saying. Yeah, if she's it's this whole passage is like heartbreaking because she realizes or she thinks she's like, you didn't want me. you don't actually care about me. You're just using me to get what you want, which is peace, which is a noble cause. But still for her, like she's the pawn. So she says, perhaps if I do leave after all, and your top secret peace proposal works out, you'll find another woman who'll both bring you joy and be worthy of sharing your plans with, as well as your bed. Someone you'll actually like and trust and respect and care
1: about. Ugh, yeah, so and he feels horrible and she's all, you don't trust me and clearly I don't trust you. So just go, please. And he turns around and leaves.
0: Yeah, she asks him to leave and he does. Yeah, again. she's
1: starting to want him to really care. She wants to believe that he cares about her. And it's really heartbreaking for her because she's has feelings, she doesn't want to feel like she's replaceable or a pawn, and it really hurt her feelings. And she's like, Why again she's berating herself? Why didn't I try to escape? Why didn't I show the men how to get in? And she she thinks even the thought of it makes her sick to her stomach. She wants peace too.
0: At this point, she feels like she's just being used for what she can bring to him for an advantage. Just like with her marriage to her husband. Yeah. Her only value was in the land that she could bring to him or the title or what have you. It wasn't about her as a person. So yet again, the same shit's happening to her. It's horrible. I felt so
1: bad for her yeah, at so this point. Yeah, she's sitting in a room crying she had made friends with an orc named kest um Mm -hmm. and he's become a friend with her and he's all what's wrong is he grimar giving you grief again shooting off his mouth instead of his prick and she's all something like that and he's all me and grim go back so far i know all his shit smells out with it what's going on and she tells him he's keeping secrets from me he doesn't trust me he might not even really like me. He's using me to get what he wants. And he can replace me with a better woman. And he's like, please, tell me you told him to stop spewing rubbish." And she, he tells her that overstuffed oaf is obsessed with you. And that little orkling you're growing uh, brings you up every time he talks and every second sentence. And he runs after you at first opportunity he gets.
0: Yeah, he says, you're a revelation, mm. Jules.
1: So nice. And he's like, he does but then, tell her, though. So, of course, he's terrified of losing you.
0: Yeah, and she goes, but he keeps secrets from me. He doesn't trust me. And Kes says, well, he doesn't really trust anyone. Yeah. And then um, he tells her about his dad... Oh, and how horrible his dad was. We could probably skip
1: all that because it's terrible. (laughs) All right. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it comes out that Grimar had killed his own father. Because his father was such a dick. And he, his father was the one that was the big, scary orc that was slaughtering humans and wreaking all this havoc. It's when Grimar took over that things started to calm down a little. And she's like, she's like, why wouldn't he tell me all of this? Oh, that he's an orc prince. And she's like, what? Why wouldn't he tell me this? And he, Grist is like, would you really want to hear this? No.
0: <laughs> so then she eventually like runs into Gramar. He's kind of mad. He says that uh, Kest was using his scald magic on her. And she's like, I, I don't know what that is. I what don't the know, hell is I don't that? know
1: what that is. I don't even know where you are Um, on page
0: 196. Oh, okay. oh, God. Oh, God. Go ahead. He says he carries the rare skill of galder telling when he chooses to wield it. It is a gift beyond price and bears much power. And so it's like a gift with his storytelling, I think is
1: what he's saying galder
0: telling that must be like storytelling
1: i you know i don't know i i don't think that i don't think it was clear to me
0: well she says um he told me about this and she's talking about a skull oh, yeah and um about mm-hmm. all of it and then he's like okay well now that you know absolutely everything about my past are you gonna leave yeah. in 10 days now that you know what I am and what I have done. She goes, of course I wouldn't leave you for that. You were just protecting other people. Like your dad yeah. deserved it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't
1: blame yeah. you for that. She's all, I don't know why you weren't telling me you were, you've been spent your whole life working for peace.
0: Yeah. She goes, why would you lie to me about all your plans for peace? When I'd have been so happy to hear the truth. He's like, I, I didn't want to give you false hope.
1: Yeah. And he's holding her and he apologizes to her again and says, I should have told you. I didn't mean to bring you grief. She's all, but you didn't tell me. Why would you lie to me about your plans for peace? And She's suspicious. Something's going on. And she's like, I've been happy. To, I, I would have been happy to hear the truth.
0: Yeah. So then she gets a little glimmer of like, okay, well, maybe I do matter to him. Because he's trying to like shield her in his own way. Right. From getting like mm-hmm. false hope so then they start having sex yeah, of again. course <laughs> <laughs>
1: and um he calls her his fair ripe woman yeah and he takes her out to see the sun in the sun because i think he's only been taking her out at night um maybe
0: I'm still, I'm scrolling through the pages and I'm still in the sex oh. scene. So that's
1: how well, days. I'm into the next sex scene, I guess, when they're out in daylight and she's not caring that he's scarred and hideous because he's huge and gorgeous. He's. he's-
0: well, oh yeah. I think they are outside because this is where they start. Um, he talks about how, He taught her womb and her mouth to welcome his prick. But now he needs to teach her for other places. And then he says, I'll be gentle. Okay, so this is the only time that this copious amount of orc seed is good. Because it's like its own lubrication. (laughs) Right? Oh, dear
1: God. I mean, this thing
0: is... Is like the size of a forearm, she says. Like a small tree. Yeah, it would have been running away. Yeah. No, she's not, though, because he fucks her there.
1: And he makes her say again what you want. Yeah, and he calls her good woman, fair woman, brave woman, you honor me. Yeah, she's all freaked out because she's like, that's forbidden. That's a lady wouldn't do such thing. We're not allowed to do that. And he's like, what? You're my mate. We can do whatever we want.
0: Yeah, it sounds I mean, it's not painful for her, apparently, but it seems it sounds Well, this painful. is a fantasy. And then she, of course at the end she says, curse you, Orc. And he says, <laughs> Why must I always have curses and never thanks or praise? <laughs> yeah, that I
1: laughed out loud when I read that. I thought that was really cute. Uh, yeah. Yep. You
0: know She goes, a- he goes, yet here you sit on my prick with my
1: son in your yeah. belly. And he, when they were doing it, he bit her on the neck. Hard enough mm-hmm. to draw blood. Yeah, that's why she was cursing she's all, yeah, him. I thought you were above such a barbaric thing. And she's all, you're such a scheming, degenerative beast. It's a miracle that any woman would let you touch her at all, she says. <laughs>
0: but then he says um you honor me but there are more truths i have not yet told you and he did hear he did have a letter from the north mm-hmm. from uh-huh. austin and that um Aston will be there within two days time
1: yeah oh boy okay so now she's she is freaking out because austin's coming and she she never expected mm-hmm. him to come. She was kind of glad he wasn't going to come. She doesn't want to see him. She's like, all three of them are coming, which would be her h- husband, Austin, her cousin, um, Otto, and Cleffen, or Colton. And he said...
0: Yeah, I can't, I can't remember who that guy is. He, is he like a captain or something?
1: He's like, yeah, they're all coming together. And she's all, what do you think they want? um and from what his his spies have found out and they wish to meet with us and he's hoping to discuss terms and she's like well that's great isn't it it's what you've been working for um there's still a lot to be done he says and she's really happy for him she's like that's i'm really pleased for you what's the next step and he just says well come on let's go inside you will know all that i do <laughs> he he
0: finally lets her in on absolutely uh, everything at this yeah. point really with two days left to <laughs> spare but um it it kind of works out in it it makes sense that he would have her there because she has the insider knowledge of how those people would think yeah so it's really to his benefit that she's there at these meetings. Yeah, anyways. so he
1: explains that there's only one place they're going to meet because um, it's a spot on the mountain where they can't be ambushed. And if the men refuse to our terms uh, and don't offer a counter thing, we're going to attack them at midnight. And she's like getting sick to her stomach. And if she tells him, because she is trying to help him, you need to keep Lord Nor out of your talks. She cut. She cut in. You need to make um, every possible effort if you truly want to negotiate for peace. He absolutely cannot be there, and all the orcs are just looking at her with disapproval that she's she's speaking out while Gramar is talking to them, and she's trying mm-hmm. to explain he's humiliated Lord Nor. Uh, The whole, everybody knows about it. He'll never, ever forgive you for doing that. He will happily sacrifice thousands of his men to uphold his own honor. If you haven't considered it yet, how much he'll take it personally, you have miscalculated.
0: Yeah, he's not going to have a level head because his pride has been wounded. So she's like, let me try to talk to my cousin. Mm -hmm. Like my cousin owes me. So let's try that route. And he's just, like, shocked, like, you would actually do this for us? You would negotiate for us with your cousin? Well, she even
1: says, stop him however you need to, even if it means sabotaging his carriage or poisoning him. You have me write a letter to Otto and ask to meet with him and the other guy alone without Austin. I'm not sure he'll agree. Um, But he owes me in a major, major way. And she's saying the major way is
0: because... The cousin got all of the land yeah, he's, right because yeah, and he's of the, taking all the
1: profits too
0: yeah because he has all the stuff that she would have had because of her dad because it came from yeah her and he's got two two small sons
1: that you know she's sure he would want to keep safe too and he is truly indebted to her that she's willing to speak for the orcs and she said yeah I, I will
0: so then they spend a couple days um, doing some more
1: planning. And then uh, Austin's finally yeah. there, right? And he, he shows up in a brand new carriage that's full, that's drawn by horses.
0: Yeah, nice horses. And she gets pissed off because she knows that the manor doesn't have a mm-hmm. ton of money. And she's like, that horses alone would have managed the household and guards yeah. for years.
1: Yeah, because she says to Gramar, look at the horses. And he's like, why do I have to look at the horses? And then she explains that to him that all that money for those horses could have kept all of her servants happy and healthy for years. But
0: he goes, We don't care about horses because we yeah. don't ride horses. And she's like, Well, maybe not. She's like, Those ones aren't built for speed. No, they're built for speed, not riding. Yeah.
1: And when she. Um, but she's like, A different horse would be nice. Yeah. And <laughs> she- I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead.
0: No, it's okay. Go um, ahead
1: once she understands once grimar understands about how he's wasting money instead of doing what he should be doing he's like i should just kill him now and grant those horses to you
0: but then he also says um if you truly wish to ride a beast my prick (laughs) awaits to serve you (laughs) oh yeah i love it
1: they're funny Uh, together
0: and uh, so they do have yeah, sex, right? Yeah, and she does
1: ask him if at some point, you know, when it's over, if she could have horses. Because she wants to teach him how to ride. She loves to ride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he tells her, yeah, they end up having sex. And she's all now's a good time. And he's all, yes, ride me. Yeah, yeah always a good show time. Me what is mine.
0: So at the end of this, Balder comes in and says that Lord Otto mm-hmm. is there. And he wants to meet with him uh, today. So here we go. Yeah, here we go. Um, So she's getting dressed in her, her like, sh- older mm-hmm. clothes, her dress and her actual ladies clothes. And he says he wants the men to see that he hasn't harmed her. And... Or altered you, yeah. he says, and she's like, uh, "I've yeah. got a baby bump now. They're gonna see that you altered me." Yeah, and he's like, "Well, that couldn't <laughs> be helped." Yeah, and she's like, or, "Grimar tells her defend him to Lord Otto, like talking about the son." Yeah,
1: and she's all, "Is there anything that I need to be aware of before the meeting?" And he, yeah, and then yeah. he says, "No, he's like not anything that we haven't spoke of." Um, And she thinks about Otto. She thinks maybe she should have gone to him after her marriage and made it clear to him how horrible Austin was to her because Austin makes her feel fear for her life. So they end up going outside
0: and she introduces Grimmar as the orc Mm -hmm. captain. Um, We agreed that he's unarmed and she like pats him down to prove it. And then she talks to her cousin yeah
1: she's all good afternoon boy lovely day
0: isn't it yeah Otto is happy that she's unharmed oh Lord Colton of Tlaxca the land that borders uh to the east borders Otto's land to the east so I guess that's why he brought the other guy the other guy's just a lord not a okay not a captain like I was thinking and so Grimmar says that he is there on behalf of the realm's five orc clans to seek peace with the men. And so then Otto tells the other guys, like, okay, you, the other people that are with them, like, you guys yeah. go off. We talk. Yeah. We
1: kind of have this meeting. And he starts asking Jewel, what's going on with all of this? The truth, if you'll please tell me. She's all the orcs are trying try- tired of fighting the humans they want to be left alone to live in peace there's absolutely no reason not to agree with this and he's shocked that she actually endorses it you actually think they're negotiating in good faith um and that they'll keep their promise
0: yeah and he's he's right to be leery cuz he's like uh they kidnapped you they killed a bunch mm-hmm. of your servants are you sure he's telling the truth? And like, look at you, you're pregnant now. So she defends him and she's like, he didn't force me. I wanted this. I wanted a yeah, son. Yeah,
1: he's a good hes a good uh, lord. He is the first captain to bring all five clans together in three centuries. And he's devoted his entire life to accomplishing this.
0: Yeah, she says, Grimmar has given me joy. Yeah. Yeah, and then she gets mad because she's like, I've... Live in with my husband for five years, and orcs are more civilized. Yeah. And she goes, If you want to condemn someone for traumatizing hapless women, why not try looking over your own damn yeah. shoulders? Like, so she's yeah. gonna piss off.
1: Yeah, um, she just says they won't betray you. I fully believe and this. And he says, Your children are gonna have a safer world if we do this.
0: Um, But Otto's actually kind of on her side already. He says he's eager to put the miserable business um, he wants the miserable business Mm -hmm. to end but Noor needs to have a say and right now his only interest is this. And he ends up pulling up a piece of paper and she's like uh, I don't know what that is. And Otto says that Lord Noor wants you back now.
1: This is the
0: beginning of the end. For her. Yeah,
1: and then she looks at Grimar, and he's looking at Otto and not at her. And that look, he's got a weird look on her his face.
0: So Grimar says, um, he says, not yet. First, you will sign and proclaim this peace to all your men and all villages within two days right of here. We will watch to ensure you have done this. Only then do we return Lady Nord.'" Yeah, you. I almost died when I read
1: that. Oh my god. I was so I was fucking too. pissed when I
0: got to this part and of the book. she's
1: freaking out. And she just kind of, everything starts spinning. And she's thinking, what? Yeah. What is happening?
0: Yeah, now she's like Grimmar's trading her like chattel. He lied to her, betrayed her. Just like her, every other man. Manipulated yeah. her. Just like before. Just like her dad did. Trading her mm-hmm. like cattle. She just kind of Says like, oh, I'm I'm just a little dizzy because of the pregnancy. I just need to sit down. Yeah,
1: because she knows if she goes back, any human woman that carries an orc in her belly, they end up killing the baby because they do not want them to have these orc human babies around. And all she can think of is her son. And she had to think about what she was going to do. She couldn't even look at Gramar. She couldn't stand to look at him.
0: Oh, this whole thing was so painful she asks her cousin what her options are if she doesn't want to go back to austin and he says like this is the only way if you want this peace treaty to happen
1: you're going to go back to yeah he says i'm sorry so then she she, even asked that she questions she says maybe we could include a concession in the agreement that he please that austin will not hurt my son and he says, he just says, I'm sorry. No. So she finally
0: questions Grimar and she's like, you would allow Austin to kill your son. And he says, I must give all to yeah. save my brothers. I must end this endless oh war. Oh my God. And that just killed
1: her. Ugh. And she's like, even his promise yeah. of 40 days would have been a lie to gain him time to negotiate.
0: Yeah. Everything was a lie, but she agrees to go. She has no other
1: choice. I gotta yes. say, at this point, when I read this, I was so pissed off. I almost stopped reading this book.
0: I was really yeah, obsessed. and I couldn't fucking believe this plot twist. Yeah, fucking blew my mind.
1: And she agrees, and she's like in a daze, and Gramar is walking her back to the mountain in, in silence.
0: The writing is yeah. so well done that, like, you feel everything she's yeah, feeling. and she's
1: thinking this orc never cared for me. The orcs now lining the black corridors are looking at her. She passed, and they'd never been her friends. She thought they were her friends, and they're not. She's been a pawn in everyone's game, and there's nothing left. Only waiting, and waiting, and then death. And he tells her, I- I'm sorry, yeah. I did not wish this.
0: It, it's not just his betrayal, but every all the other orcs basically knew this was the plan. Yeah. But, and... Oh, it's horrible. She's now, she's like upset. She's upset about herself, but she's also upset about the baby. She's like, he's your son. I can understand maybe why you would throw me away, but you said you wanted him. You said you would be, he would be captain after you. You said. His
1: reply is, I was being greedy. I wish for my own sake that the men would say no and gave myself leave to cling to this, to you and our son. And he she's all and if the men had refused and I'd stayed and bored your son, would you have ever told me the truth? And he said, I never would have wished you to know. And she's all you would have yeah. lied to me again. You've lied to me ever since I've gotten here. Oh yeah. And he says it wasn't all lies. He says, I
0: have known more joy with you than ever I thought could be within my grasp. I have loved yeah, how- you, woman.
1: And she's like, How could you do she this? Goes, and yeah. he's like i don't have a choice she's all please just get away from yeah. me go
0: and he leaves oh god so then she has to spend the whole mm-hmm. day by herself and the evening that followed it's terrible she's like talking to the baby and how she's sad and she's gonna try to fix things And then the, what makes
1: it worse at night is the the mating bond because it makes her want to be with him again and she
0: yeah, she's still craving his fucking yes. betrayed oh. ass. Like, well,
1: so, anybody yes. out there that wants a free 200 pound English Mastiff that is a master of manipulation and has multiple health problems and costs a fortune, please send me a message because she's all yours free to a free to, good home or yeah, even a bad home. free to home. any home. <laughs> don't care. I'm going to, this dog is going to give me a nervous breakdown. And how many dogs have I had in my life, Rachel? So many to the point where you've told me, don't you dare get another dog. This dog is going to be the one to break me. Yeah, I, I would not recommend any more pets. They're not worth it. Yeah. So going back to this book, anyway, he's looking at her belly and he tells her, I should have done more to protect you. And she's like, I should have run away when I had the chance to run away. She, he's all i was a fool little one and now it is you who will suffer or no i'm sorry she says that to her belly she's
0: yeah she does a lot oh. of like talking to the baby belly at this point so then um if we skip ahead a little bit Grimmar finally comes back and he's only back to tell her that they accepted the terms of the deal oh. and she just says congratulations you must be pleased yeah mayhaps you shall have a good life after this you will go back to your servants and your horses i know you have missed your home and that's like a slap in the face to her she's like my home with austin it's like the man that's gonna murder my son as soon as i get there and that used to beat me like i hate him as much as you do he goes i know i just hoped i was wrong i know yeah and he said he's so you just want to like punch him in his big orc face sometimes because he goes will lord nor hurt you for this she's like yes he will there's no point in arguing and then he just says you should run it's like how does he expect her to run because they're supposed to have a peace treaty she can't run if they want to uphold the part of the peace treaty for someone so smart this is a typical male even though he's an orc for someone so smart he's really fucking stupid sometimes He says, you are a true mate, a rare prize who proudly bears the son I have craved all my life and I have sold you. I have sold you to one I loathe more than any on this earth, but for myself. Oh, he says, you are right to say that I am worse than your father. I have betrayed both my mate and my own son. I have never cared for anyone how I have cared for you. And now I must give you over to certain harm and my son to certain death. I am sick to even think of doing such a thing but i have i must and she Ugh. feels
1: sorry for him but then again she's like he doesn't deserve my sympathy she like
0: asks him for a goodbye fuck well, she right? says kiss me well yeah but then they have well, sex of course, one I more guess time that's just
1: code for kiss me is the same as fuck me
0: yeah i guess it's like uh we know that we're breaking up and it sucks and even though he betrayed her she wants to enjoy it one last yeah, and time. Yeah, he says to
1: her while they're doing it, he says, speak to me, woman. Tell me I have not failed you in this. Tell me I have brought you joy with my prick. If not else, please. Uh, and she thinks to herself, he doesn't even deserve that. But she says, you have. You've brought me joy with this. It's, and she can't even finish. And he's like, tell me, tell me you will not forget me. And she's all, I won't ever forget you. Never, ever. And he says, you honor me beyond compare. I shall never forget you as long as I live. Oh, and then
0: he says, I am sorry. I am so sorry. He says, I shall seek you and our son in the afterlife. And there should you allow it. I shall show you the ways of a true mate. I shall cherish and protect and honor you. I shall regain your trust and bring you greater joy than you could ever dream of. Yeah i was almost crying and then she just says until then farewell
1: oh it's so sad and then it gets even worse (sighs) i don't think i have any highlights in the rest of this oh he he tells he takes Mm. her into a room to say you know my brothers want to say goodbye they're waiting for you you know if you will please see them before you leave and go back to austin
0: So she has a thought that he had sacrificed her, their son, his own wants Mm -hmm. for his people. It was noble and heroic and single-minded and breathtakingly cruel. And that was perhaps just Mm -hmm. who he was, who he had been this entire time. Yeah. And then, yeah,
1: she goes through everybody and says goodbye and they all say thank you. Yeah, it's really sad. We're indebted to you because now they're finally going to have peace. And the cast says to her, you deserve better than us, Jewel. And most certainly better than him. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And then she sees that older Oracle orc again, uh, Skeen. And he finally tells her the baby's name. Ugh. Horrible yeah. fucking timing. Yes. He is called Tangle for he is a king. Yeah. And then Grimar says, but he will die at the hand of Lord Nor.
1: And she thinks she's so brave. She's like, I have to do this because I have to do it for my mate and his brothers and their son. She would do it. But she's crying because, of course, who wouldn't be?
0: Yeah, and she tells him, I would have stayed forever. You know that, right? And Grimmar says, I know, but no matter where you are, you shall always be my mate, my fair one. I shall always be Mm. with you. And he says, he tells her again that he's sorry. And then he turns around and he walks away. He doesn't even walk (sighs) her out. Yeah, he's
1: gone. Yeah. Yeah. And she steps out of the mountain.
0: The writing is so, like... Descriptive and well done, that you're like in this pit of yeah. despair with her. And then the next chapter opens with her stepping out of Orc Mountain and it says, It was into a world that was too bright, too open, too foreign, suddenly full of dread mm-hmm. and fear. It's talking about how she's like blinded and she has to blink her eyes. And you can really like yeah. feel that and experience that too while
1: you're reading yeah. the book. The writing's just really well done. In yeah, this book. her cousin is there and he asks her, Are you all right? um it's gonna be okay you're gonna go back with us you're we're gonna take you home and she thought (laughs) home geez to Austin well and Aston's
0: there oh
1: yeah god she
0: felt her heartbeat stutter at the sight of him all sheer breathtaking perfection outwardly a lord in every possible regard but Jewel had changed these past weeks everything mm-hmm. had changed and now somehow it seemed easier to look past austin's handsome face and bearing to the truth hidden behind it
1: yeah and he's standing there his arms are crossed over his chest he's you know glaring at her um and he's got his hand coiled around that horse whip and he was furious dangerous and deadly and she's afraid and she asks her cousin may i please ride back with you frank i would prefer not to be alone with austin at this moment and this asshole can't even give her that
0: yeah he goes um i thought you agreed yeah to this. no
1: austin's <laughs> waiting oh for God. you and she's all yeah i can see that but i can also tell you frank that it's not safe for me to be with him
0: Ugh. yeah he says you have to go to your own
1: husband before all these yeah. witnesses if you don't you know Ugh, what's gonna God. happen right yeah the the peace treaty will be blown up And he walks her over to Austin and he tells her, oh, it'll be fine. It's like, you're an an idiot. He just looks at, he didn't speak to her. He looks at her waist and then back at her face and he's just livid because she's pregnant. And Otto says, your wife has promised, Nor. It's like, perhaps we can all meet for dinner. It's like, are you an
0: idiot? Then. Yeah, I I do too. so much. Then he tells her to get on her knees and beg for the forgiveness for getting knocked up. And he says, do it loudly. Yeah, she doesn't really have any choice. And then she's
1: got her hand on her stomach. And it's the first time I think they say she hears feels a flutter against her hand. It's her son. She can feel the baby moving. And she's freaking out thinking, "I, I have to save my son. I have to be cunning. I have to be strong. She has to outsmart Austin. So she begs for his
0: mercy for her Ew. misdeeds. And then he yeah. slaps her.
1: Yeah. Ugh. And everybody sees it. And he says, get up and yeah. smile. She tries to get up. She, and he, feels, oh. she starts to fall. She's on her hands and knees in her the dirt. And fifty men are watching in silence as he assaults her pregnant kneeling wife.
0: Yeah, he says, get in the carriage and wipe that smirk yeah. off your face. And he gets in the carriage with her. Oh god. As soon as he got in the carriage with her I Oh my god,
1: yeah. I almost couldn't read the rest of this. (laughs) He's all explain yourself. And she's like what am I supposed to explain? That your house was attacked by orcs when there wasn't a single guard assigned? You knew it was a target. No, you treacherous bitch. Getting yourself knocked up by a fucking blackmailing animal and putting me in a position where I publicly had to sign a fucking peace treaty with a bunch of savages who live in the dirt. And then you're big. And then he points to her stomach. Well, he points to
0: that. He points to the bike marks on her neck. And then he's like, where the fuck's your wedding ring? (laughs) Yeah. It's vile. That made me chuckle. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And she tells him the orc stole it and wouldn't give it back. I'm sorry. I know it was expensive. Uh and he he says to her, That was it was the guy that brought you out, wasn't it? Their captain. And she's all yeah. He's all what was it like being fucked by a savage who publicly hacked up his own father? And she just is thinking, I Grimar had to do this to protect the people he loved. Well then he says,
0: um, even for an orc, that one's a real fucking prize. The subhuman shits have tainted this realm for far too long, and believe me, their day is coming. So then she does, like, a double take. She's like, what are you talking about? You just signed a peace yeah. treaty. And he's like, sure, yeah. we did. Then, then she's really, like, double fuck. The men have of lied.
1: They have a plan. They have a of plan course on they did. to ta- attack him. She's like, why did you even bother signing it? Why not just refuse and tell the orcs to go fuck themselves? And he's like, we needed to get inside the mountain. Well, she said
0: he says... He says force hasn't worked yet to get in the mountain. So they're going to try mm-hmm. diplomacy. So and then he also says that um, he says something about not passing the papers on. Well, right? Mm, he
1: she says, who all knows this, that your plan?
0: Oh, who knows? Who knows about the double cross? Yeah, the plan. towns and yeah. the
1: public and the magistrates. And he goes, no, of course not. You can't trust them to keep a secret. Only the important people know and she's all she's wondering do the orcs know how yeah then it
0: gets worse then he says we're stopping as soon as we can at the first surgeon we know and i don't care if he's a fucking butcher well we're getting that thing dealt with today and he says if it's big enough i'm sending it back to the orc in a box you can write your name on the card oh my god piece of
1: shit yeah and she feels nauseous and she's trying to figure out how to do this and she's like come on you really want to give Away, give away to the orcs that you're going to betray them because she's saying, you know, if you sink to this level of uh, barbarism, you're gonna and send that baby back in a box, they're gonna know you're betraying them.
0: So then he gets so upset that she's like putting up a fuss, and he's like, yeah. Wait a minute, you actually want yeah. this baby? And he gets so mad that she actually wants the baby that he threatens to take care of it right there
1: in the carriage. Yeah, he's like a barren, stubborn bitch who can't give a son to her own husband and a fucking lord you want to whelp an orc brat. And he's all, you should hear the shit they're saying in Yarwood about you, about me. And then he thinks about it and he's like, you Mm -hmm. know what, we don't even need to wait for a surgeon. Maybe we could do this right here.
0: Yeah, he says he's going to take care of it right there in the carriage and he's going to blame it on her. And say that she was so disgusted she couldn't wait for the surgery. Yeah, and she's all that's
1: just crazy. And he's like, "Oh, am I crazy? You're the one that left and let an orc fuck you." Mm-hmm. And then she feels yeah. the baby move again, and she's freaking out. She's Ugh. all, "Austin's going to kill her son."
0: So she gets this like sense of calm almost over herself, and she's like, "I'm yeah. not the same person I was when I left my manor." But Austin doesn't yes. know that. It- so she goes, "Oh, fine. If you're that determined, Austin, at least let me do it. You can watch. Even get yourself off yeah. if you want." And he
1: is shocked, and he's astonished, and his he lets her take the blade out of his hand. So she takes the
0: blade and she plunges it yeah. into him. Yeah, kills I loved him. It. And oh she realizes
1: that yes clapping he wasn't weak or useless <laughs> she had spent weeks learning how to fight and spar with a brutal orc so she was in fighting form and could take her husband and she says i'm so sorry it came to this austin i wish there had been another way and of course there's no answer because he's dead and then she just starts calling for help somebody help
0: but then it also says this is how horrible he is and the people that work for him Because she says how he's screaming as he dies, but the carriage never slows down because he must have told the people around them to ignore whatever you hear. And so they don't stop until she starts screaming for help.
1: Yeah, and all of a sudden her cousin's face opens the door and she yells out he's dead, Austin's dead. She's, the terror's rising up and she knew that there was going to be a trial you know, there'd probably be trial, or she'd be executed. Yeah. So
0: I, when the carriage did stop, I had a lot more respect for her cousin right here because when he opens the door and mm-hmm. sees what happened, he tells her basically like, "This is the story yeah. we're going to go with." That he was too humiliated by
1: seeing you, and he couldn't handle the shame anymore. Yeah. She's all, but that's not true. And he he said, then it was yeah. self defense. Right? It's better for all of us with him out of the way anyway. So they all knew he was a big dick. Yeah. And so he eventually
0: gets her oh wait. Um he says, Um oh, will oh. you sue for Nor's land on behalf of your
1: unborn child? And she's yeah, like, the fuck? that's all he cares about, the possibility that the child could be austin's and therefore an error oh she's all what are you getting low on funds i assume and then she realizes what a slimy bastard he is
0: yeah he's like blackmailing her into getting the lands because he says i
1: just want a deal to your benefit as well we are family after all
0: why are all the men in this book such dicks?
1: and she's actually thinking that why are men so cruel yeah and she's all here's your deal asshole she gets out of the carriage right in the middle of a bunch of men that are watching them
0: yeah so she goes with his first with um her cousin's first suggestion of saying lord nor mm-hmm. killed himself she says he sought to kill me and when he failed he took his own life with his own dagger before my eyes yeah she, she and she says he's been unwell yeah for i guess a while. he had a miserable
1: childhood but so what um his legacy will now be one of peace and hope for a brighter future for our children and she puts her hand on her stomach the killing has to stop the death has to stop we need this peace between the orcs and men
0: she has this whole like talk with the men mm-hmm. that are there again on behalf of the orcs even though they've still have betrayed her she's still defending yeah, them. It... and she says um you know like they want peace the deal's already done
1: we need to uphold this yeah and they're like well what if we don't want them what if we don't want peace
0: her her cousin Otto, she tries to get her cousin Otto on her side and she thinks like please frank like and she goes we're family frank like you said i've already sacrificed so
1: much for you but then she realizes she's made a really bad miscalculation and all he cares about is the land and the inheritance
0: (laughs) Yeah, and it could just be, you know, any second now he's going to come out and tell everybody the truth of what happened in the carriage. Well,
1: she's defending the orcs, and they're saying it's just a piece of paper. And she realizes the easiest thing of all would be if she were dead. Um, And it would come any time between now and the birth of her child. But he was already betraying her. She was trapped, right? But it was too late and mm-hmm. then the good part
0: um so a bunch of orcs jump out of yeah, the trees
1: one from the top <laughs> of the carriage
0: yes there was yeah, one I on top of the it. carriage <laughs> the fuck
1: and they pu- they pr- they press a blade to Otto's neck and the chapter ends with it going and the orcs are here
0: yeah grimar was one of the orcs that was there and he says are you well yeah. Yeah, and he says, um, you ask what happens if you do not keep this treaty with orcs. This is what happens yeah. if you die. And he says, uh, speak little, Lord. Shall you break this treaty you have made with us? Shall you choose death And over the orcs peace? are
1: outnumbered, but they are so intimidating, it doesn't matter.
0: Okay, so at this point Jules calls out again, there are more yeah. orcs <laughs> hiding in the trees, like she did yeah. before. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: funny
0: oh my god and she's like they always have a plan and it's probably Me. terrible so you yeah. should you know i wouldn't catch him frank
1: if i were you
0: yeah so her cousin agrees yeah to thank god um he goes of course we're yeah. not gonna break a treaty we just signed this is all just a right. misunderstanding and then uh, they do the whole like we're family right and she goes we are family mm-hmm. frank therefore i'm sure you'll understand if i don't wish to continue on Continue on to Yarwood with you at the moment under the mm-hmm. circumstances. Oh, Grimmar says, Now that Lord Nor is dead, we shall return this woman with us to our mountain. She shall serve as proof yeah. of your rena- renewed vow and your goodwill towards and she's us. She's all
1: like she self sacrificed and goes, I am willing to serve <laughs> thus. <laughs> perhaps cousin you will even come visit me on occasion to ensure that i'm treated well and that our peace treaty continues unhindered and to s- discuss certain family matters and he knows she's talking about the land and he realizes oh perhaps mm-hmm. this would be to his benefit after all if he plays it right and he's like of course jewel i'll return in a week or two once north's funeral arrangements have been settled we'll talk <laughs>
0: They go. I love how they go back really quickly to the like Lord and Lady mm-hmm. way of speaking, where you're saying a lot of things, but not with the words that are coming out of. Yeah, your mouth. and
1: she's like, "Well, in addition to that, <laughs> I am a gently bred lady, and I require some additional supplies to ensure my resumed captivity is a more comfortable one." And Otto's getting irritated. But he's like, of course, cousin, what what would you like? And she points to the largest wagon that's full of flour and pork and salt and ale. And she's like, I want that wagon. And of course, I need these two horses that are hitched to it. And where is that new gilded horse that Lord Noor had?
0: It's great. She like yeah.
1: just points out a bunch of shit she wants yeah, to they take. Bring the-
0: then she's like. Safe travels yeah. to your cousin. And she
1: gets up on that beautiful <laughs> new horse and just takes off hauling ass. I, uh-huh, Yeah, she rides, rides off towards the mountain. I love it. <laughs> and she's like, how can I do this after everything that Grimar did? And I was thinking the same thing. How could she ever forgive him? You know, he betrayed her. He sent their son to a certain death. He lied to her. Oh, this part oh was my so God, good. It was so good.
0: So they're they're in front of the entrance at Orc Mountain, aren't they?
1: When this uh, she, happens, yeah, she slides off the horse, and Grimar shows up. She couldn't trust him; he had sold her. And yeah, so he, no, go, oh, ahead. go ahead.
0: So he ends up getting on his knees in front of her, in front of all this these people. This thing killed oh. me.
1: He calls Spoon. her, you know, his mate. Um, this is your home. And she couldn't believe it, that the prince of the orcs was getting on his knees. And he says, woman, I was wrong. I have hurt you. I have misjudged you. I have failed you. In my plans for peace, I did not think of your wishes or your happiness. I only thought of my brothers and my own. I ought not to have done this. And she's all, and you would probably do it again, given a choice. And he's like, no, I would have sought another path. This whole passage just—I was like sobbing and swooning. Ugh, I know he's—he ma- makes like a huge
0: declarations he to her. Absolutely does. And um, she keeps questioning him. And um, he said, "I'm trying to find one part that I want to read." He says, "You are brave and kind and lusty mm-hmm. and clever." You did not bow to fear of the mountain or my brothers. Instead, you learned their ways and made friends of them and worked on their behalf. You learned to walk the mountain as one mm-hmm. born to it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Then he goes on to say...
1: Oh my god, um, this part. You may stay here in your home and freely partake of its wealth as long as you wish. You may choose to bear my son here or elsewhere or not at all as you wish. And he's still on his knees, you may choose to keep me as a mate or you may choose another or none at all. But should you choose another man or another orc, I shall uphold this with all the power of my command. And that's what gets her. She could not believe it. And she's like, you would tolerate another orc mating with me and raising your own son here in your own home.
0: Yeah, he says, I have many brothers who should treat you with only kindness and never once dream of hurting you as I have. And he says even oh.
1: the k- yeah, he found pleasing. Oh. The one that looked like the elf. And he's, he's crying and she's like this horrible, cruel, brave orc, this hero, on his knees before his brothers, offering unthinkable offering offering uh the unthinkable, offering everything. And that is he's even risking she thinks his part as captain because no orc wished to be shamed by a lord and he was doing it publicly and i think that is the thing obviously that sways her
0: i think so too and then she asks what do you wish for what would be your choice And he says, my own wish is to earn your trust once more to prove to you that I can be a worthy mate and a worthy father to our son. I wish to be forever yours, my fair one. And she
1: reaches out and runs her fingers through his hair and his head snaps up. And the fact that he had given her a choice, she says, very well, my fair mate, then prove your word and take me home.
0: So I know that's not the end of the book because that's only chapter thirty-seven. We can end but it there if you want. yeah, yeah, and we just ended there because I can't. Is there an epilogue?
1: Well, she has the baby.
0: He ends up getting her a oh, ring. Oh, so
1: sweet. That was
0: nice. He gets her. Um... Oh, it's something mm-hmm. that he made. He says, "I made." He made her one when they were separating in the Ash, Ashkai mm-hmm. Forge to right his yeah. wrongs. Um, he says, You taught me that humans can be true mates and true friends, but I don't think anything else really significant happens. Does she have the baby yes. in that block? Yeah. Oh, yes, she does. Yeah, she and does. the labor's
1: really hard. She's afraid she's going to die. But he brought in a human midwife along with the healer orc that's there.
0: Oh, and she also says um, it's kind of a follow up because it says months later. She also thinks about how there are more women in the mountain. Mm-hmm. That have decided to move into the mountains. So one girl was a blonde named Rosa who had fallen in love with John in a human yeah, library. I, I love that. Um, it, it was perfect yeah. for them. Yeah. And then uh some Stella was with Silfast, mm-hmm. I think. So that's kind of cute. You get a nice like follow-up to the um the uh some of the characters and like what's happening with them in the time that's passed during her pregnancy it was was a very good good epilogue epilogue. so
1: do we want to read the book and say what we think
0: yes we both hated it as you can all tell
1: (laughs) with a passion (laughs) Uh, you go first
0: i'll go first okay so i would give this book a four and a half wet pan yeah it was really good the I really liked that it was a mix of historical Highlander romance with fantasy. I don't remember ever reading a book that was quite like this, this mashup of the historical and the fantasy monster romance. I loved Grimmar's way of speaking, Mm -hmm. um, really helped with that combination of tropes. And I liked that they argued a lot. Because their arguments were well done and it helps them understand each right. other more and have good character yeah. development. So I really liked it. I could have done with a little less references to the sure. orc seed and all of the spurting <laughs> and what have you. Um, <laughs> but I actually really liked it. I, I really liked this book. I was shocked how much well, I enjoyed it. I also
1: it. was shocked how much I enjoyed this book. I've never read an Orc book before and there was, this book was just a decadent deviant delight um, to read. And I would actually give this book five wet panties.
0: Wow. Yes. Okay. I loved this
1: book. I loved him. It was so funny because the way they presented all this stuff, sex between them the author presented it and the exhibitionist style of the orcs so all along at the beginning of the book you're horrified for her that he's you know exposing her to all these people but that's how they prove their love and they're really into the exhibitionist lifestyle of sex and I was like oh I totally understand it now I totally get it yeah. I will definitely read the other. In fact, I downloaded two more of her books already.
0: Okay, so I Get already read out! the second
1: book. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I started reading it and so, I thought, I don't know if I can handle reading two orc books in a row because this book was so fucking hot. Oh my God. It was mm-hmm. probably the hottest book I think I've ever read.
0: Yeah, it oh is my pretty God. hot. So, I, um, I had a bunch of books that I had to read and it's funny. Cause I have like a bunch of books on the Kindle and I like looking at the library and I'm like, what should I read? What should I read? I'm like, some of these are library books. I have to read them by a certain time. Some of them were arcs that you have to read by a certain time.
1: I didn't read any of them.
0: I downloaded book. Two oh my God. <laughs>
1: well, yeah. I don't know if the other books are a continuation of like, is it the story of John and, the girl that met in the library I don't know but because I didn't think my heart or my lustiness could handle reading another <laughs> fourth book right in a row I actually went back to read that book that we started to read and I told you oh we can't read this book because it's too similar to the book we finished oh which uh, book is that captive of the horde king by okay Zoe, oh yeah uh draven and I gotta say I like it I'm liking it
0: Oh, well, we were going to do that for the podcast.
1: But well, then it was you too said, similar no. to the book we had just read. It is similar, but I couldn't.
0: It's similar yeah. to this book, and isn't it? so I'm it? like,
1: we can't. Okay, yeah. I don't want to read two books in a row that are very similar, but I couldn't handle reading another Orc book because that book just wound me tighter. I can't even tell you. I almost <laughs> ran to a sex club because I just could not.
0: Oh, my God. It anymore. <laughs>
1: It's pretty horrible that I'm my age and I talk like that, isn't it? No, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, you
0: you say that, but do you mean it? Life doesn't stop when you hit 25 or 27. Like, I think it's good that people know that you can still have the same feelings that you had when you were younger. And there's nothing wrong with it. I don't like this whole perception of like, you're past yeah. your prime, so you must not have sex anymore, or you must not think about that anymore, or you're not, you know, that part of your life is dead already. It's like, that's not well. I'm reality. here to tell you yeah. that if
1: you are a sexually driven person in your youth, you will be. I'm 64, I will admit it. I still feel the same way of a, a good tumble in the bed. I'm all for it, but. unfortunately i'm single but i had been that way my whole life so you know yeah maybe you're right it doesn't stop just because you get older but i wonder if any of our followers are my age because i kind of doubt it (laughs) (laughs) but if they aren't then you give them something to look forward to. well that's true yeah it's like yeah you you're still gonna want to be desired and you're still going to want the throes of passion.
0: So can I do a quick um, talk about random things before we announce the next book? Okay. So I just wanted to talk about um, places to get books uh to read because uh, you and I do a lot of books on this podcast that we find on KU, which I understand is not free, so, you know, it's like $10 a month or whatever. But I do prefer to get books on KU because to me, it is still a cheaper way yeah. to read. Um, but there are ways to get books to read for free um, electronically from your local library. So I wanted to shout out two apps that you can download on your phone or your tablet to read ebooks or to get audiobooks for people that maybe don't know about these apps because they've really changed my life. And yeah, mine too. <laughs> And I, I think having um, access for this kind of stuff when other things are so expensive is always good. Um, so the one app that I use a lot for reading library books is the Libby app. L I B B Y. Um, I get a lot of ebooks through the Libby app. Um, you just give them your uh, library information. For that one, I didn't have to put my library card number in, but it does link to your local library. So that's a really good app for reading books, and they also have some audiobooks in there. And then another app that you can use, that you and I are actually going to start using is Hoopla, H O O P L A. And that one actually has ebooks, audiobooks, and it has music. And I want to say it has shows also. So that one has way more options for things you can download. And that one you do have to put your library card number into. And they give you. How many was it? Yeah. 12. Mm-hmm. downloads. A I downloaded month, I think. the app last night. Yeah, I downloaded it too. I I already started an audiobook on there. I started The Electric Idol by Katie Roberts audiobook this and what morning. What did I tell you that
1: I started? By Ruby Dixon. Oh, I don't it's remember nec- which audiobook you said you were doing. <sighs> it's the next one of the Aspect books.
0: Oh, yes, the Aspect mm-hmm. and Anchor series. So one of the features I do like in the Hoopla app is I like audiobooks because of the narrator of the book. If it has a good narrator that will keep me listening longer and I will search for other mm-hmm. books the narrator has done. And so in the Hoopla app, you can actually click on the name of the narrator and it will pull up every book that narrator has narrated. So that's a really cool feature for people that like audiobooks in the Hoopla app. And so I'm done with my okay, mail, but I just wanted to give them a shout out for people that want to read more or get into more audiobooks. And I know audiobooks are very expensive if you get them through Audible or
1: mm-hmm. some other
0: apps, and you pay for them. So it's a really good way for people to get free ebooks or free
1: audiobooks. Yeah, I've never listened to an audiobook before, so I've just started one, so we'll see what happens.
0: I really like scripted podcasts. Those are a lot like um, old radio shows where with the big production and the sound effects and all these things. Audiobooks don't mm-hmm. really have those, but if you have a good narrator, it still feels like different people
1: doing all the characters. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I, you know, like I said, I, there are other things that I do in my life um, besides read and, but now I can have the best of both worlds. I can paint and listen to a book. I can garden and listen to a book. So yeah, I'm all for it.
0: Yeah, that's what I do. I do chores around the house with my oh. um, wireless headphones and listen to audiobooks or when I'm driving to work you know, if I'm stuck in the car for 45 minutes, I might as well listen to something. And it really helps me road
1: rage less. If I'm listening to something that I enjoy. So yesterday, (laughs) I had to go do my taxes. And you know how I was like, freaking out because Mm -hmm. I didn't know where this place was and blah, blah, blah. I I listened to one of our podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) on the Way up there. And you know what? It was amazing because, you know, it felt like you were in the car with me. And so I wasn't stressed out. I wasn't anxious. And I just drove there and it was fine.
0: Oh, I'm like your emotional support human.
1: I apologize for that. But yes, you are. Mm. That's cute. You say that now. (laughs) So
0: (laughs) do you want to name the next book? Or do you want me to name it? Okay, so the next book is Tristan by Jenny Lynn Roberts and <laughs> thank you for that bear contribution I knew exactly what that was we can't go one episode without
1: him being there and you know well you know my dogs head. have to push me over the edge every time so so yeah, yeah so I, I think it. that's it uh so i'm glad we wrap that up i highly encourage you guys reading this book um, it's an eye-opening experience. That's all I got to say. And thank you to the author.
0: And every book is in Ku, which is makes it all the yes, more enjoyable. Absolutely. And all the more reason to try a new author you've never tried before, if it's in right. Ku. I
1: agree, hundred percent. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. All right. Bye, I'll honey. Talk to you later.